Pals Watch. I'm Sarah. And I'm Alicia. And today, oh, this is a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is a podcast where we talk about (laughs) queer women in movies. Yep. And today we're talking about the 2000 Lifetime movie. Yeah. The Truth About Jane. All right, so I'm just going to stop you right there. Yes. Because... You know I have an emotional attachment to this movie. I do. I'll try not to rip it apart no. too much. Okay. I'm about to say it has its flaws. Please rip it a new one if you okay. so choose. Um, <laughs> I've said that before on the podcast, but this was the first ever movie I saw um, that made me go, whoa, gay? <laughs> I mean, um, it's very kind of gay. It's very gay. It's very much about being gay. It's about being gay, for yeah, sure. That is the um, entire crux of the movie. Now, imagine this being your first movie that you've ever seen. Oh, that's hard to imagine. a baby gay person. I guess. As an 11-year-old gay person. You were 11? 11 when I saw wow. this movie. And you already knew you were gay? No. Oh. But that's like, this is one of the first movies that I was like, uh-huh. oh, yeah, I don't like boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Funny story, my aunt, who is also gay. Is she in this movie? No, but that would be amazing. Although I do <laughs> st- I do have connection to Stalker Channing. Are you fucking kidding me? Not kidding. I've never met her personally, but she used to come into my parents' restaurant because... Wait, your parents have a restaurant? Well, they used to. Oh my God, they I'm closed so it. much right now. But she used to summer in Maine, in Maine where my parents live. That sounds legit. And they would come into her their restaurant or she would come into their restaurant and she also was friends with the parents of one of my high school friends oh my god so but like, i've never met her i love her in practical magic and i wish she would just be mine i think stalker channing's great gay aunt as well not in this movie. she's no. not gay in this movie <laughs> no it would be much better if she was <laughs> yeah this this movie is like if rizzo from Greece had like a really bad upbringing afterwards and like so oh my god became a total dick yeah oh <laughs> oh no what I was gonna say though oh sorry is that my aunt who's gay who I've only met like probably twice in my life um when I was five she came I was like with my family and then my dad's brother's family so it was like cousins and uncles and aunts and stuff and she came and I remember this is the only thing I remember from ever having an interaction with her. She was alone. And, you know, like, I just knew my parents were married and my cousin's parents were married. So I was like, hey, why don't you have a husband? Being a stupid five-year-old child. It's not stupid. You're curious. I know, but anyway. You're comparing and contrasting. Yeah. (laughs) And she said, it's because I don't like men. And my immediate answer was, me either boys are gross. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. And turns out, I still think that. (laughs) Yeah, boys are still gross. That's amazing. Yeah. Does she remember that? I don't know. I haven't talked to her That's since so then. That's so funny. You should you should like message her or something and be like, "Do you remember I don't this know conversation?" If she has social media. She's oh, like okay. not really involved with anyone in our family, oh, unfortunately. Okay. Um, but that That's be... a whole other thing that I don't really understand. But anyway, <laughs> it's not what this podcast. That'd be super about. funny if she was like in that moment. She's like, and then I created a baby gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Aunt. His name I won't say just in case. <laughs> um. So, yeah, this, as I said, was the first movie that tinged my what? <laughs> tinged that, your what? That's a gay thing? <laughs> that reminded me of Ever Maynard. <laughs> your throb spot. <laughs> my, my throb spot. It, it probably did, actually. I don't really remember that part. But 
I do remember. I being... guess they do have sex at one point, but it's like implied. It's not really shown. Yeah, because it's kids. Um, yeah, they're kids. <laughs> but I remember Literal like children. just sitting like on my knees. Um, you know, like little kids can sit on their yeah. knees and it doesn't kill them. Yeah, <laughs> like it does now. It's so crazy, right? <laughs> um, We're old ladies like, now. Sitting can't do on that my, anymore. sitting on my feet and like I was just like wide eyed watching Lifetime. Whatever. Actually, you know what movie that was for me? Mm. Girl Interrupted. Holy fuck, what a goodie. I was obsessed, except I always had to stop before the suicide scene, because that's really fucking traumatic. Yeah, that's disgusting. I still have nightmares about that. Yeah. Um, but the parts with Angelina Jolie and Winona Ryder. Anyway, we'll probably talk about that yes. movie. <laughs> but yes, did you like rewind it and watch it again? This the, movie? What? This movie. No. Or you just saw it on Lifetime? I saw it on Lifetime, oh. so I was not able to rewind Got it. it. Um, I had Girl Interrupted on VHS. Slash I rented it. <laughs> I was just like Cameron Post, and I watched that shit over and over again. <laughs> My parents were like, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> 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 um, and I didn't even know what this movie was called until, because I probably watched it, like, part of the way through, like mm-hmm. you do with TV before, like, DBR and stuff. Yeah. Um. And I remember, like, probably when I was, like, 13 or so, I tried to look it up online, and I was like, Jane, gay, <laughs> movie, <laughs> and I somehow found it. Wow, again. that's incredible. Yeah, so. Um, I feel like those three things together would, like, never give you this, but I guess they would. I mean, I probably put more than that, but, um, yeah, Amazing. anyway. So, uh, I remember, like, I found it on After Ellen, I think, like, an uh, oh, article of yeah. it, and I was like, oh my god, that's it, <laughs> because I remembered Ellen Muth's face. <laughs> or Muth? I don't know. I don't How know. you say her last name? Um, RuPaul is in this movie. Yes, RuPaul Charles. He's the GBF in this movie. Yep. Stalker Channing's GBF. And the fairy godmother. And the gay fairy godmother. Gay fairy godmother. We were just talking about this in Battle of the Sexes. Yes. Um... Except I feel like in real life, this fabulous gay man would never be friends with these boring white, like, housewives. White ladies, yeah. I hope not. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, dude, if these are your only friends. That's terrible. <laughs> I feel like Jane's mom's friend, I forget what her name is, I think. Yeah, the other white I lady. Forget. Yeah, the other white lady. She's, like, she's all right. Like, yeah, she's, she's different than Jane's. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway. Wait, what's Jane's mom's name? Janice. Oh, Janice, yeah. Yeah. Janice? Janice Okay. Here's my first pet peeve with this movie, slash bone to pick with this movie, is that Janice and Jane have this, in the beginning, they have this amazing relationship. It's like Gilmore Girls level mother daughter. That's a good good description. Oh, by the way, I saw Jared Padalecki today. What? He played Dean on Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Uh, he was running the Seattle Marathon, and I was out there cheering, and he was that showing by. That is awesome. Yeah. Anyway, Go Jared. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> He's cute. <laughs> <laughs> I, sent, I took a picture of him, and I sent it to my sister, and she just laughed really hard. <laughs> anyway, um, so they have this incredible mother-daughter relationship. They're mm-hmm. so close. Mm-hmm. As soon as Jane comes out... It's like Janice turns, it's like it never ha- it's like Janice doesn't even give a shit. It's like she's not even a person anymore. Right. Jane's not a person anymore. Right, exactly. Yep. She just, like that, just switches into, like, high-key homophobe mode. Yeah, and it's super... It is really jarring. <laughs> it's super jarring. It's not, it's like realistic in a sense, but the, f- 
the degree to which her homophobia comes out is not relatable based no. on the fact that she has a RuPaul's her best friend? gay best like, friend. If your best friend is RuPaul, how homophobic can you really be? Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so in a sense, this movie is about Jane, who is... 14 or 15. I think she, she's 16, actually. She's, oh, she's almost 16 oh, okay. in the beginning. Oh, she, right, because they're going to plan the Sweet 16 party. Yeah. That's right. Um, she is just starting high school and just coming to terms with her sexuality. Yeah. Um, and she is outed to the entire school, her family. Um, and well, she has a relationship with, what's her face? Taylor. Taylor. That girl? Yeah. Yeah, so she does have a girlfriend, and basically it's how that all works out and how Jane comes to terms with, or how Jane Jane's mother and Jane's family come to terms with her sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, while I have a deep... Quote, unquote, come to terms. <laughs> come to terms. <laughs> they would come to Jesus moment now. Um <laughs> Come to Gay Jesus. Gay Jesus. Gay Rainbow Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> also from Battle of the Sexes. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. As much as I have a soft spot for this movie, it is fucking terrible, and I'm surprised <laughs> <laughs> that I lived through it. <laughs> yeah. Because imagine, this is a damaging film. It is. Also, it has a really over-the-top voiceover narration that <laughs> I, I just can I was like can you please stop talk about exposition holy shit yeah so it's just explaining everything and it's not necessary no because they don't like it's only Jane's narrating and like oh no like kind of like on and off throughout the movie does she narrate at the end I don't think so oh maybe not in the beginning at least it's like please stop explaining your entire life <laughs> of like yeah, how the spotlight was on her. And it's basically, like, all of that is exposition to explain the family's expectations for Jane. Yeah. And how ridiculously high they were. And yeah. Which, somewhat unattainable, I feel like. Yeah. Which doesn't make all that much sense to me. They're, like, a really, like, normal, quote-unquote, normal suburban family where, like, the, the mom only... and the dad and the daughter and the son. Her brother is fucking terrible, too. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I think there is an expectation for her is because she was, like, an in vitro baby. Oh, right. Because she said she was a potted plant. That's right. That's right. Um, but other than that, I'm like... Because then the, they weren't expecting to have another kid. Probably. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Um, but then they did, like, pretty shortly after. So, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. That's how what usually happens. Um... So, yeah, Jane narrates her early years through, like, she's 10. <laughs> and, like, just yeah. talking about the family expectations for her and how she was adored so much, but everything changed <laughs> when she went into high school. Because um, she realized she was a gay, gay, homo gay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she starts high school, and I think it's so fucking funny because... <laughs> One of the first scenes is, like, she's with her friends at lunch. Her friends are horrible Dicks. human beings. Total Horrible. Assholes. So she has three friends from, like, her childhood, middle mm-hmm. school at least, mm-hmm. um, that she sits with. 
And one of the girls is like, oh, my God, that's the new boy. <laughs> and I'm like, aren't, like, two-thirds of these people new to you? Yeah. Like, like this that's is what happens when school. you start high school. Yeah. Like, all the middle schools come together. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, aren't, like, a million of them new? <laughs> yeah. Aren't you new? You're new. <laughs> anyway. And um, I think it's Elizabeth. Her friend Elizabeth is, like, uh, fawning over the captain of the football team, of oh course. Um and now she's going to go after him and all this, like, really damaging shit. Yeah. Um, and they are, Internalized like, patriarchy. Yeah. And they're, like, the worst friends ever. They're, they're super... really bad friends. And, like... Because when Jane gets to be friends with Taylor, it somehow means she also can't be friends with her old friends anymore. Mm-hmm. Which um, doesn't make any sense It to doesn't me. make any sense. Like, I can understand Jane not wanting to spend time with them. But right. the fact that... But they reject her. They reject her. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They reject her before she ever even makes the, the decision to, like, say, I'm not going to hang out with them or right. whatever. Yeah. Um, Just as soon as she becomes friends with Taylor. Yeah. Like, same day, they're like, oh, we can't be friends with you okay, anymore. Okay, bye. I know. It's like, <laughs> oh, fuck you. Um, and they're super... And I don't know if it's just because, like, I can't relate or what. Yeah. But it's like, they're super boy crazy. Yeah. And it's just, like... It feels very performative in, like, a bad way. Yeah. And I'm just kind of, like, I don't know. And they always say that, like, Jane's way behind and stuff like that. And yeah. And it's just kind of, like, how about you stop? Yeah. Like, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, like... like okay, like, have a crush on a boy. Fine. But this doesn't have to be your whole life. Yeah. They're terrible friends. Yeah, they are. Um... Um, but I would say the only character who I, besides Jane, I guess, who I like in this movie is, is? Ned. Oh. Yes. I love like, Ned. surprising positive male representation. I want... Ned is like, he's a boy. He's just like a really nice human boy. Human boy, not even a canine boy. No. No, a human boy. <laughs> and he's just like... He's the best. He's just so there for... More world. He's... Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this kid, he's... You know, he looks like a skater boy. 90s skater boy. boy. And he's just really emotionally available. Yep. He's supportive. Mm -hmm. And he listens. He listens. He's wonderful. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so... You're so much better than... The other friends. 90% of people. Yes. And 90% of people in general. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so Ned is the new boy um, that all the girls are obsessed with. Um, and he has eyes for Jane, and he really mm-hmm. likes her, and he introduces himself, and he's very sweet. He's not creepy about it. He's not creepy. No. He's yeah. not like, you will date me or whatever. He's just like, hey, hi, I'm Ned. Yeah. Hi, I'm Jane. Like, yeah. it's just kind of, that's it. Okay, see you around. Yeah. Um, very innocent and cute, mm-hmm. and I love Ned. Yeah. <laughs> um, because then when he realizes that Jane's gay, he doesn't care. He's yeah. like, okay, cool. We can just be friends. Yeah. Because um, even when, before she comes out, she's like, I don't think I'm ready for a boyfriend right yeah. now. He's like, okay. Yeah. Like, let's just hang out as friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he is constantly, like, her ally mm-hmm. and, in a sense, her bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> um, when she does come out and it becomes an issue at school. Yeah. Um, Oh, did you think I was going to say Mrs. Walcott or Miss Walcott? Yes. Actually, that's true. That's the other character that I'm so here for. I love her, but she is problematic. In a teacher way. Yes. She touches her students. You should not do that. 
She's oh, constantly yeah. stroking Jane's hair. Oh, she is? Yeah. I don't even remember that part. Which is just like, of course, she's just trying to be comforting and right, not right. anything gross. Yeah, no. But, but, yeah, you still should not do that. No. You're an adult. But uh, <laughs> I wrote down that she's kind of like um, Miss Honey for Dame <gasps> Matilda. Yes. Who's a teenager and yes. coming out. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I am a teacher. I got my, well, I'm not right now, but I'm a teacher at heart. Um, you are. I am. <laughs> I'm an educator. Yes. Put it that way. There you go. I went to school for secondary education in English, so I was fucking Miss Walcott. Yes! <laughs> um, Yay, but you were a better Miss Walcott. You didn't, I didn't stroke your student's hair. No, because <laughs> when they're 13, 14, you Ooh, don't want to. No. <laughs> for um, many reasons. Yeah. So... I have such a an admiration for her in that sense, but also for the countless amount of teachers that have helped me throughout mm. all levels of schooling, yeah. <laughs> um, specifically high school and college. Like mm-hmm. I, I had um, my advisor in college was like Miss Walcott. She was my little like gay aunt basically and like my well, second gay mom <laughs> second I had gay mom? a couple advisors in college and one of them was also kind of like a gay mom mm-hmm. um and it was one yeah. of those things where we had we had gotten very close yeah. and even though I was going through I had a lot of shit going on in my teen and mm. um adult years with my family and of course it in, influenced my school in negative ways mm-hmm. so um multiple times I would like be a crying mess in her office Mm -hmm. just similar to Jane Mm -hmm. in this movie and having someone there to like tell you what to do and just empathize with you Mm -hmm. is so helpful and I am such a different person I'm alive today because of her Mm -hmm. and like so shout out to Jen Cook rest in peace (laughs) yeah um it's okay she lived a I mean, it's not okay that she's dead, yeah. but <laughs> she impacted a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it was really nice seeing that sort of representation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had a couple of teachers who were kind of like that. Like my ninth grade biology teacher, I don't know if she was, I don't know how she identified like sexuality wise. My ninth grade bio teacher was also amazing. Really? Yes. What is it with ninth grade bio teachers being just she was fantastic the women? Yeah. Tell me about your bio teacher. Uh, she just, like, <laughs> made a safe space in her classroom. She made me love biology. She, Hell yeah, I love biology. I mean, biology. not, that sounds like, like it could be creepy, but it's not. Like, the subject of biology. Like, yeah. the study of biology, yeah. not, like, anything weird. I love DNA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she was just really, like, there. For me and other students, too, and, like, I mean, high school's fucking hard, and when you can have a classroom like that where you can just go and feel safe, Mm -hmm. it's amazing. Yeah, it's the world. Yeah, and Um, my college advisor, shout out Suzanne Mars! (laughs) (laughs) She, yeah, Suzanne was really awesome because even though at that time I still was not out. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I know, but she... I don't think they're married, but uh, she and her partner were just, like, such amazing role models mm-hmm. because they're both so smart, so strong, and outdoorsy. Like, Suzanne ran the community garden. 
Um, they were always like cycling long distances, <laughs> hiking, like just like really awesome lesbians. Very much, <laughs> very much in your wheelhouse. Yeah. In your interests. <laughs> and like just cooking all this really good food. I'm like, oh, adopt me. <laughs> Not right? that I don't love my parents. I really do. <laughs> yeah, but it's that. Just the gay adoption. <laughs> Just gay adoption. My parents aren't gay, so. <laughs> they can't gay adopt me. They can't gay adopt me. <laughs> um, Just like I can't get married, I have to get gay married. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's like, I don't want anything it's to do with It's not the this. same thing. It's not the same thing. <laughs> um, yeah, just the idea of having a safe space. And um, I feel like for a lot of people in the gay community, you make your own family. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Like, you and I have very different, like, familial backgrounds. Yeah. My family's a fucking mess. <laughs> They're just a mess. I mm-hmm. have, um, both of my parents are drug addicts and alcoholics. Um, one is in recovery, the other is not. Hmm, that's mm-hmm. fun. Um, <laughs> so, having that in my teen years mm-hmm. and throughout college, like, never mind being gay. Yeah. <laughs> that was almost like a secondary effect. Yeah. And when you have such a hostile home environment, like mm-hmm. Jane does in this film, like, mm-hmm. you need to have someone else around you. You need to, like, rely on others and make your own family. Yeah. So those teachers in my life, like Dr. Jen Cook, was they are, they'll always be part of my family. It's so cool. um, and it's just people like that. It's, like, the reason I get up in the morning. Like, I want to yeah. be that person for someone, mm-hmm. you know? And it's the reason why I wanted to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. It's just so important to yeah. be that person for someone. Oh, <laughs> you're the best. <laughs> I try. <laughs> it um, is true. Though I do have to say the portrayal of teaching in this movie is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it is super rushed. And oh, yeah. Who would their, read? like, quote-unquote discussions are absolutely ridiculous. It sounds like they had to read Wuthering Heights for homework. It's yeah. just like, What? <laughs> That would never happen. And then there's, like, one correct answer for what theme is in this book. The one theme. The one theme. And Miss Walcott's like, Jane's right. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> oh, God. Um, how about other kids? Uh, yeah. Don't just say, like, so-and-so's right. Yeah. Um, anyway. Especially when you're talking about literature. Like, there's no right or wrong. It's all just up for interpretation. That's yeah. the whole point of having a discussion about Critical it. Critical theory. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, um, so I was thinking, so of course this movie is like super melodramatic. Oh my right? God. <laughs> Hardcore Because it's a Lifetime movie. Yeah. Um, it definitely is a Lifetime movie for sure. Ellen Muth loves the like yell, scream, cry, Ooh, yeah. all that. She does that really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think like in a sense the feelings are so intensified for... Um, Jane and I feel like other people coming out of the closet because it's like their first love. Yeah. Never and when mind. you're a teenager, everything feels 10,000 times more dramatic than and, it would at any absolute. other point in your life. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's like all or nothing. Yeah, it is. Um, so it's like not only is it your first love and mm-hmm. your hormones, hormones are going crazy mm-hmm. and like your body's Woo. Yeah. But um but you don't have anything to guide you. Mm-hmm. Like you like there's nothing prevalent in the media, at least right. for like someone of Jane's age that right. would Yeah. 
that when and at that time yeah. in 2000 she actually Separate. mentions the children's hour at some point yeah, yeah. she said we were about to reenact, reenact the, the children's, children's hour. hour and i'm like oh god no <laughs> which, which i had seen this movie a, you know a bunch of times and yeah. i didn't pick that up until this last time i watched it yeah um she does like, say in the voiceover when she has that sex scene well implied sex scene mm-hmm. with taylor um she says quote it's hard enough having sex for the first time with anyone but when you do it with a girl, you're really asking for it. It's like, there was, the fuck, what yeah, there was so does much, that mean? Yeah, there was so much about Jan's view of this, especially yeah. coming, because, like, she's narrating, obviously, from the future. So you'd think she'd have a more positive spin on this. Yeah. But she's always talking about it as if it's a problem. She's saying, like, I'm in trouble. I was right. in trouble. Yeah. Or, like, you're just asking for it. Asking for what? To yeah. get, like, beat up? I know. To get verbally assaulted right sometimes physically it kind of seems like that's what she's implying like, what do you mean yeah like and what does asking for it mean first of all that phrase is so so fucked up fucked up yeah but, um oh god so it's just like yeah there's a lot in this film where it's just her being gay and the way that she thinks of it is constantly referred to as a problem mm-hmm. and that she's in trouble mm-hmm. and it's just like so like I'm, like, trying to think, like, how much did this movie, like, impact how I feel mm. about myself in that time period? But then again, I also grew up, like, fucking Catholic. Mm. So. That'll do it. That's basically the same thing. You don't need this thing. movie, then. Exactly. So, I have enough Catholic guilt about being alive. That's what the Catholics do to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, never mind the rest of it. Um, so, it's just... Yeah, that is the biggest problem I have with this movie. But at the same time, she's really trying to tell everyone around her that there's nothing wrong with being gay. Yeah, absolutely. So she has that whole scene with her parents where, um, yeah, her mom is just, like, really fucking losing it about how... Her daughter's gay and how like wrong that is mm-hmm. um god their homophobia is so upsetting mm-hmm. uh but in order to like back her case up jane is like well uh miss wolcott's normal yeah jimmy's normal jimmy's normal miss wolcott's normal and then she inadvertently outs her teacher yeah and jane's mom goes to school and threatens the teacher Mm -hmm. being like stay away from my daughter yeah which depending on the state like at that time that's a real fucking concern i know could have lost her goddamn job and jane didn't mean to say that she doesn't know no but she realizes after she says it she's like uh never mind i didn't say that but obviously she did and yeah um then she, that's one of the scenes where she, like, really screams and cries. And yeah, like, because she's losing, like, that lifeline. Yeah. The one person who she views as, like, you know, part of, like, it gets better. Yeah. Right? She's and living proof. she goes proof. to her house. Yeah, she's living proof that it gets better, but yeah. not if you, you're about to lose your job. Right. Over being gay. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of like, fuck. Yeah. Like, the person that you thought might have it all together is still like shafted mm-hmm. and that's fucking depressing yeah and she goes to her house miss wolcott's yeah. house and she 
says she doesn't want to live anymore. Yeah. And Miss Wolcott is like, no, okay, we can do something about like, this. Like, yeah, we need to get you help. Yeah. Um, and then Miss Wolcott says to Jane's mom, because Jane's mom is like, you don't know my daughter, and or you don't know my daughter as well as I do, or something. Mm-hmm. And Miss Wolcott's like, really? Because your daughter came over to my house tonight thinking that suicide was an option. Mm-hmm. And I think that is kind of what gets the mom, like, thinking a little differently. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Because it's, like, at that point, um, Jane's parents have tried to um, limit her um, time with Taylor. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's basically grounded all the time. Mm -hmm. Because Jane does act out. She goes out and she parties and she drinks and stuff Mm -hmm. like that when... Obviously, she shouldn't be. She's only 16. Yeah. Um, or 15. Yeah, depending yeah. on. Um, and then uh, she's been going to therapy. That's right. She's been bullied at school, like, the whole time. Yeah. She, By her quote-unquote friends. Yeah. She's bullied at home. Her brother yeah. calls her a dyke constantly. Yeah. brother's such an asshole. He's a dick. Um, so Jane's going through a lot at this point, and it's like... I don't know I don't know how the parents could be so foolish, but I guess it's because it's it was back then and that I don't know. Like I feel like parents today are more concerned with their child's mental health. Yeah. When it comes to that kind of thing, but it's like if your kids getting it from all sides, like why are you surprised that they yeah. want to not exist anymore? Right. Like what is wrong with you? Yeah. In a way, there are a lot of parallels between this movie and the children's hour because, you know, there's the whole school aspect and the going after the teacher that is maybe gay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, like the witch hunt type thing. Yeah. It doesn't end up that way for Miss Walcott, but luckily. Yeah, thank God. Um, yeah, so basically the way it all ha- unfolds is that Jane and Taylor get very close to one another. Mm. Um, They um, fight at one point, but then they get back together. And um, I think it's after they have sex, they break up. Yeah. No, it is, because that's one thing that really makes... That's the first time Miss Wolcott comforts Jane, because Jane is, like, losing it. Yeah, she's crying in the hallway and... You know, they play the pro- the pronoun game. Right, yeah. <laughs> and um, skirt around the fact that it was Taylor that she had sex with mm-hmm. and then broke up with right mm-hmm. after. Um, but Miss Walcott says, why don't you write them a letter and tell them how you really feel. Mm-hmm. So Taylor gets the letter, comes to Jane, and they make up. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what's her faces? Jane's brother, I forget his name. Whatever. I forgot to. Who cares? Who cares <laughs> about that guy? He sees them kissing and immediately tells everyone. Yeah. And it's just like so fucked up. So it get the word gets around school. The parents find out. Mm-hmm. But Jane lies and she's like, "Oh yeah, we were just practicing." Yeah. Which they weren't. But no. <laughs> um, it's just it's so bizarre how coerced Jane was in mm-hmm. that moment Mm -hmm. or like her parents are sitting on her bed yeah she's kind of like laying down and they're talking to her about this like Mm -hmm. she's a little 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 kid yeah but like she just got her hand caught in the cookie jar or something Mm -hmm. like that 
Um, and it's, they're doing it under the guise, and the whole time, the whole movie, they do it under the guise of they don't want her to have a harder life. But right. it's like, you are constantly perpetuating yeah. this. You're making it a lot no, harder right now. You are, ma- you are a functioning part of the society that is making it difficult yeah. for your daughter by not just accepting her. Right. Ugh. Yep. Um, but RuPaul offers some good gay fairy godmothering to her. <laughs> yeah, so thankfully Jane does go to Jimmy because she's like... She reaches out for help a lot. Yeah, which is really good. Yeah. And you can tell that's like a person who doesn't really want to die. Mm-hmm. She's reaching out for help. Mm-hmm. She... Now she's told, what, like two people at this point? Yeah. Um, that she just wants to disappear mm-hmm. um, and she wants to die. But mm-hmm. it's like she's reaching out and she doesn't, she's asking for help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, he actually basically foretells exactly how it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That when she comes out, Janice is going to be pissed because mm-hmm. even though she's not a homophobe, which she is. Oh, yeah. She totally is. <laughs> she just has a gay best friend. Yeah. Um, that because it's her daughter, it's going to be completely different. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happens. Yeah. He also says, uh, honey, I'm black and I'm gay. They hate me way more than they'll ever hate you. I'm Which like, well, true. that's probably the truest line in this whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> very, very true. Yep. Um, let's see. Oh, also, I wrote down, I'm just reviewing my notes, and it says... I wrote, the idea of girls practicing is so heteronormative. Oh, yeah. I know. Like, in order I hate to please that. men instead of yeah. just wanting to. I just do always it for think fun. of cruel intentions whenever I think oh my of God. girls practicing <laughs> on each other. That is so funny. Um, oh, God. Terrible. Yeah. Um, Seriously terrible. So terrible. Talk um, about male gaze. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was pure male gaze right there. Yeah, there is. There's just so much about this movie that's (laughs) an issue um Uh, there's i oh go ahead even the relationship between jane and her mom like even before any of this it's like not healthy yeah i feel like like they she frames it as like a really deep connection but i feel like janice is almost she just puts too much on jane from the very start yeah and i feel like jane Janice? And she can't let go of things. Like, she couldn't walk her into kindergarten that time. She yeah. had to, like, send the dad in. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Janice doesn't have, like, enough autonomy of herself as a person. She's mm-hmm. so dedicated to being a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, like, even at one point before any of this comes out and it's just Jane, like, hanging out with Taylor, she says, I just wish she were a baby again. Yeah. And... Um, Jimmy says, why? So she would need you? That's sick. And it really is. Yeah. Like, uh, parents should want to have their children grow up and, like, spread their wings and fly and succeed. Mm-hmm. But she's like, no, I want to keep her grounded and I want to control her. And yeah. <laughs> um, she doesn't say it in those words, but it's like she's so attached. Yeah. And it's just, it's a little yeah. frightening. That is a little frightening. Um, I think also, I mean, as much as I love the character of Jimmy, uh, it's really problematic that, like, he's kind of like the magical Negro and the gay best friend trope at mm-hmm. the same time. Nah, I don't know. Because there are no other people of color in this movie. Right. Maybe Taylor is, but it's not. Mm, yeah, it's not clear. She's and... white passing, for sure. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of that, but you're yeah. right. Um, 
as because he's the only one who's like accepted you know like the only gay person the only black person mm-hmm. like yeah as it goes on the family dynamics change a little bit mm-hmm. um jane's dad starts to become a lot more sensible that's kind of a trope i find too that where is, like the yes. dad is more supportive than the mom yes and what's he, with that but he'll say shit like i don't want my daughter to be gay yeah I mean, it's not like he's great, but... No, he's he's not. a little bit better than Janice. Yeah. Um, And he does go to the Pride Parade with her at the end. Yeah. But he also, like, is trying to get Janice, like, to get her head out of her ass. Mm -hmm. And she basically, like, after she breaks up with Taylor, she's super upset. And Janice is like, oh, well, thank God that happened. And (sighs) the father is just like, I see my daughter with a broken heart. Yeah. Like, why can't you just, like, lay off her for yeah. a minute? Yeah. Like, why does it have to be about this? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, like, he's, like, okay and not. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He's kind of, like, wishy-washy. It's, like, where's your, like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Like, why do you feel that way? Um, and we get a little, of that, a little of that with, like, how he's just, like, he's, like, she's my daughter and she's in pain. I want to help her. Right. And I feel like he does that more but then he'll do stuff like right. i want to send her to boarding school right yeah oh so stupid it's stupid but i don't know i guess how much of that is janice right talking through him i don't know i don't know either <sighs> but in the end like there's that whole thing with p flag jane takes her mom to p flag it's really funny and awkward yeah the all cute. the moms there are like I'm so-and-so, my daughter is a lesbian, my son is gay. Like, just all, they're just, like, yeah. really proud. It's I think like it's cute. an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. They get up, yeah. state their In a way, that's real gayness. weird. It's real weird. But uh, at the same time, like, but I think it's, it's for, people who are trying, you know? Yeah, it's for people like Janice who right. are hesitant. It's not yeah. for those, like, super proud, right. In the, like, right-away parents. Right. It's those parents that need the constant, like, right. My child is gay. My child is gay. My yeah. child is gay. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. It's the mantra. And they need to, like, constantly remind themselves that, like, that their kid's gay. They can't. Yeah. They can't control it. They can't uh, pretend it doesn't exist. It's just. And also, it's not a bad thing. It's like yeah. when you say it over and over again and you just realize, like, it just this becomes, is not scary. Yeah, it becomes completely normal. Yeah. It's a normal part of life. Yeah, so kind of like, yeah, desensitizing themselves mm-hmm. to something that they have been emotion- or conditioned to feel yeah. so strongly exactly. about. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's conditioning. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, I don't, I don't hate that. It's kind of like, have you seen One Day at a Time on Netflix? I don't think so. Oh, my God, you've got to watch it. You're going to love it. It's <laughs> okay. a, it's a sitcom. There's okay. two seasons of it. They're making a third. And Stephanie Beatrice is going to be in the third one. Really Please. excited. And what's her name? Amy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. What's oh, her name? Cool. Uh, I was going to say Amy Santiago. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I forgot her name. Uh, I forgot too. But anyway, because um, in the coming out story in that, there's a teenage girl who comes out. And her parents, like, well, her she lives with her mom. Um, and her mom's first reaction is to just, like, be really supportive. But then she realizes that she actually has all this internalized homophobia and she doesn't quite know what to do with it because she can't, like, tell her kid that. Um, So she, like, tries to deal with it. And it's just, I like that because it's realistic. And it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, people have to deal with this. I mean, me as a gay, I had to deal with that. A gay? A gay. (laughs) And we all do, like, whether we're straight, gay, whatever, Mm -hmm. 
because I feel like, like I was saying, we've been conditioned to, like, experience yeah. ourselves in that way mm-hmm. because it's. I mean, it's changing now, but yeah. before it's it wasn't considered something that was. I don't want to say normal, but normal. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you know I mean, I mean, it was like a vilified identity. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, so I kind of like where. I kind of like storylines like that where the parents are supportive, but they also need some time to work through their shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's realistic. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Yeah. Um, it's just, in a movie like this, for Janice to go from, like, it's not that she's, like, completely accepting by the end. She does go no, to No, she's still very hesitant. Yeah, she She goes, still can't say the word lesbian out loud. That's true. <laughs> yeah. She goes to the gay pride rally, yeah. even though she doesn't speak, but she goes with... Um, her husband and Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they're already there. She wasn't gonna go, but yeah, then true. she showed she up. She shows yeah. up later. Um, and that made Jane happy. Yeah, so that's that's a big step for her, and mm-hmm. I think it's okay. But it's just like it's difficult when like her character had gone from like fine mother to terrible mother. Yeah, to, I know. Like okay, dropped mother. off a cliff to like okay, maybe <laughs> you're getting back to being an okay kind of mother, sort of. <laughs> yeah. So. It's a little like difficult writing. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's and, not and my cheesy. favorite. It's cheesy. It's che- I mean, it's lifetime. It's lifetime. Yep, and it's you can life- tell. Yeah, it's a lifetime <laughs> movie, and you can tell yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, I just have a, you know, a a deep connection to this movie, but you know, it's not even in like my top ten or twenty or no. anything like that because, in reality, it's not a movie I would want to perpetuate. No. Um, because of Jane constantly saying it's a problem, it's yeah. an issue she has or whatever, because I feel like that's just so tired. And it's not true. Right. Being gay is not a problem. No. It's a fucking privilege, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw this t-shirt the other day that said, um, uh, homo supremacist. <laughs> oh my God, please. I was like, yes. <laughs> the only supremacist I'll ever be. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I did look up some articles on this. The only one I wrote down was um, an article by Laura Fries from Variety that said that this movie has, quote, all the subtlety of an anvil to the head. I was oh. like, yeah, that sounds accurate. Yep, nice. I agree. Yeah. My brain is smushed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Under the gay. Under the, the gay. The ganvil. Gay anvil. The ganvil. <laughs> Add it to the list of t-shirt designs. Add it to the fucking bumper stickers. Also... Why did Jane's parents think that boarding school would be a good idea for yeah. her? That's where all the gays get gayer. Yeah. Friends. Come on. <laughs> you just you just left them with no parents in a room with a bunch of girls. <laughs> and they have to sleep together. <laughs> I'm just I'm not a mathematician, but one plus one equals gay. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Alright, so tell us about your like emotional coming out movie yeah um, stuff like that yours was tell us your trauma it's tell cool. us your trauma it's cool <laughs> so yours were like the runaways and girl interrupted mm-hmm. right okay we'll definitely watch girl interrupted at some okay. point i'm still gonna skip rough through life I've seen. Yeah, no just if you don't. watch girl interrupted just please be warned i mean if you haven't seen it already because if mm-hmm. you have then you know but then you know it's really not good it's graphic um very traumatizing so yeah tell us your trauma no <laughs> <laughs> or not uh, or not um go yeah, tell do us, some self-care yeah tell us the first 
movie that you saw that had a lesbian character in it that made you think, oh, huh, that's something that I kind of identify with. Yeah. Um, if you're a lesbian. If you're not, bisexual. then whatever, queer, anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's just really important for all the flaws this movie has. It's still mm-hmm. something that is very dear to my heart for lots of reasons. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's good. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of how I feel about the L word, too. I mean, that show's fucking terrible, but it'll always have a special place in my heart. It's true. I will rewatch it. <laughs> time and time again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I will, but I will. I rewatched it. it once. Yeah. But uh, it's like every couple of years I'll rewatch <laughs> it and be like, wow, this is still terrible. Yeah, like, oh, didn't get any better. <laughs> so I think it got worse. <laughs> Laughably. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, yeah. Keep in touch. Let us know what you think. Give us an email. Send us an email, whatever. I always say give. <laughs> uh, galpalswatch at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Instagram at galpalswatch. Or Tumblr at galpalswatchthepodcast.tumblr.com. Or Twitter at galpalswatch. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> Woo-woo. Thanks All for right. listening. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Don't watch this movie. <laughs> Watch this movie. You can watch it if you want. <laughs> oh, we're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to me. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can take it or leave it. If you want to see something like a Lifetime movie, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking for a Lifetime movie, yeah, go for it. Yeah, if you're looking it. for a Lifetime movie, go for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Rate, review, subscribe. Refer a friend. <laughs> <laughs> All the things. Bye. All the things. Bye. Yay. That was high pitched. <laughs>